Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash achieve today. Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan-crusted chicken or garlic-butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. Welcome back to Australian Jabs for 2021. I almost forgot what year it was. <laughs> it's been six months since I've done an episode of Australian Jams. I am Gemma Bastiani. Australian Jams is a little podcast about new Australian music. See, I can't even do the intros right anymore. It's been that long. <laughs> I took a hiatus to focus on a lot of other work that's been going on. It's been fun. The plan was for Australian Jams to be back in May. Uh, but there was too much happening. So we're back in June. But I'm very, very excited to be back. And I'm very excited to have um, a very good friend on the podcast to bring it back. I thought I needed to work with someone that I knew, someone that my audience generally would have known, would know of. Very excited to be joined by Soseful Molly. Hello. Welcoming me back with open arms. I feel like <laughs> I'm a piece of old furniture. I love having you on because um, we kind of always choose really different music to each other. Usually we don't overlap, but this this week we have. This time we have. Yeah. I think that's really cool. I feel like after listening to your songs and then listening back to my choices, I'm like, this is maybe the first time that we've kind of run kind of similarly together, which is I was thinking cool. that before as well. Yeah. That's how you've influenced um, me. Or you've influenced me. You never know. <laughs> you never know. For people who maybe haven't heard an episode with you in the past or want an update on where you're at, mm. can you tell us who you are and what you do? Sure. Um, well, yeah, if, if there's some of you out there who don't know me, I guess, in context to Gemma, um, we, <laughs> um, we started right – well, we – first met when we were both still kicking around uh as music writers um that's been my gig for like the last 10 years pretty much which is terrifying um mm-hmm. but yeah I've been freelancing for the last five uh writing for a bunch of different uh titles you might have read some of my stuff in like I don't know like Rolling Stone um music feeds God, what else? The big issue. The big issue is kind of my main. That's a that's a big one. I really like writing for. Um, also on Triple J, I've done music news up there for a little bit too. So, yeah, keeping on with the 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 music journalism side of things. I also do some artist PR, and um, 
some playlisting for Play On Radio still. And yes. also uh, just recently launched a podcast called Hit Different um, with two other fabulous music writers, Marcus Teague and Mikey Carl. So it's a bit of a music culture podcast talking about, yeah, just the music that hits different to us and, and to some special guests who we have on each week. So um, I don't have free time, but <laughs> it's, a, it's a blessing to have work. At, at this point in time so I can't really complain yes. too much it's very funny that you say you have no free time because literally right before we started recording this we were just talking about how okay we need to be done by this yeah. time because we've both got to go and do yeah, yeah. this this and this yeah. this evening yeah. so it's uh, to be perfectly transparent with the listeners we're recording at 6 p.m. Mm-hmm. Um, we both have more meetings to have we tonight, do actually so we, yeah we both have to it's, kind of make not, sure we move through it's this. not a nine to five job it's a nine <laughs> to whenever we drop job yes um yeah so i will make sure we have links to hit different and a few of the other things you do in our show notes so people can find you sure um i feel like i should give people an update on what i've been doing in this yeah you've been Um, been doing a whole heap um yeah so obviously uh i'm freelance as well like you just in a slightly different industry but um i've been doing a lot of aflw work in terms of broadcast and stats and um, writing and analysis and that sort of stuff so if you want an update on that sort of stuff if you go to my website gemmabastiani.com uh you'll find everything that I've kind of been up to and and where you can support if you're interested in in that sort of stuff or if you're interested in reading some of my sports writing um, feel free to go there that link will also be in the show notes as well as a way you can financially support if that's something you're interested in not to pressure anyone please do (laughs) um but more importantly today for the first time in six months we've each chosen three I say recently released Australian songs. They've been released in the past month at least, I think, um, to talk about. You've chosen three. I've chosen three. And we're going to start off. Which song would you like to start us off with, Sos? Um, I'd like to start with the song that I stole from you <laughs> quite unceremoniously. <laughs> um, I think it's a jam. It's the, it's the new track from Looper J called Saviour. Um, yep. I think I may have come across Looper J through you, Gemma. Obsessed. I'm obsessed with Looper J, so I will happily take that credit. <laughs> yeah, I think so. I um, I remember... I, actually, no, I do have a distinct memory of um, a couple of Looper J songs on repeat in your car. In my car, yes. Um, <laughs> so when I heard this track, I didn't necessarily know who it was, but I, I knew I knew the voice from somewhere. Um, yep. And then I was pleasantly surprised to see that it was Lupe J. Um, I really like this song, obviously. Um, <laughs> I think the production's really sick. Uh, mm. The the way that tone has been used is really cool. Like there's, it's 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 not rushed, and I feel like with a lot of music of this kind. Um, I feel like the pacing can be really off sometimes. It's like they're rushing mm-hmm. to, to, to make that impact. And in yep. doing so, uh, some other things kind of get left by the wayside. But I feel like this track is really balanced. And the way that it's used uh, light and dark sort of sounds is really cool too. Um, their voice is stunning. Yeah, I 
fully agree with everything you've just said. I love that you mentioned the pacing of this because that's what stands out to me absolutely is that it it's got such a beautiful movement to it. it uh, you said it's not rushed, which mm. I fully agree with, but it has that movement to it. it. It's not an urgency, but you feel like you're kind of being carried along the journey of yeah. the song, if that makes sense, with the way that that production is done. And I th- feel like it's the perfect kind of song to fit in a film soundtrack or something like yeah. that. I can I can see it being used for some sort of travel scene or something yeah. like that for sure. Yeah, um, and I feel like that's also, um, I mean, I, I know we'll probably talk about it a bit more as we go on, but that whole idea of, um, y- you know, really feeling like you're part of a narrative from beginning to end is something that I feel like binds a couple of the selections together tonight. Mm. Um, I'm not sure if that was a subconscious or subconscious thing when I was listening through to them, but um, yep. listening back to this track in particular earlier today, I was just like, oh, wow, it's... It's really smart. It's smart songwriting, and it and it's songwriting that doesn't need to be um, overcomplicated with effects or overcomplicated with with dubbing or anything in post. Like it just feels supernatural. And that's that's something that uh, having f- featured Lupe J on the podcast before, um, that's something that I think Lupe J continues to do extremely well as as someone who is so intelligent when it comes to music, mm-hmm. both classically trained and in terms of production they do all their own production um it's just incredible how intelligent lupa j is when it comes to songwriting and i absolutely love that about them as well and Mm. um the the vocal in this i feel maybe is slightly more pop than we've heard from him in, in the past but it it doesn't lose the essence of what lupa j is which is such a great testament to the brand that they've created. Yeah, I would agree with that. I love it. Uh, anyway, should we hear some of it? For the first time in six months, I, I'm so excited. This is such to be a good way to crack it open. <laughs> exactly. Yeah, do it. So, this is a little bit of Saviour by Looper J, and we will be back in a moment. Never wanna be another person's just heard a little bit of Saviour by Lupa J. Incredible songwriter and performer. Adore them. Um, my first song for today, I've chosen Montaigne's Technicolor, mm. which was the Eurovision song that Montaigne wrote and performed. Um, it's the second Eurovision for... song she wrote, right? Yeah, because it didn't kind of happen last mm. year and then they kind of gave her another shot and then she could, still couldn't go. So Yeah. Yeah, COVID. Fuck yeah. <sighs> um, so... This song, I think the feel changes in it are absolutely everything to it. Yeah. Because it it lets you see so much of what Montaigne can do. Mm. Um, and it, it retains that powerful kind of, I don't want to say vibe because that's lame, but you know what I mean. It does though. It, it yeah. has that powerful feeling to it that we get from Montaigne, particularly from her vocal because she's such a strong vocalist but I think the way the song is written absolutely holds that up as well and and the thing that I really love about this is that 
in terms of the field changes and things, we get to see so much of what Montaigne can do vocally in this song. There's those short and punchy sections. Mm-hmm. There are those soaring sections that we've heard in songs like Ready before. Um, and then there's that those turns that she does right throughout the song that just make you want to die because they're so amazing. <laughs> and I just... Everything about this is just great and enjoyable and fun to listen to. Mm. Um, full disclosure... Um, I wrote the single bio for this song. <laughs> I didn't even know that. No, 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 but it's, it's good because it gives – I, I wanted to preface that because um, I – how do I say it? Um, my relationship with Montaigne's music would be described as, I guess, maybe casual at best. Like I feel like yep. the thing with Montaigne's music is because there is so much – uh, involved with it I feel like you're either in it you're, you're into it 100% from the jump or it takes a, a, a little longer to to get to it and I, I, for me I feel like I've always been in the latter camp not because I've gone out of my way to not listen to it but just because it's like it's always just there you know what I mean yep. um, so when I got asked to to write some words for this song I was just like, this could actually be really good because I'm not coming into it with the hectic fandom of the artist, you know what I mean? I can go into it blind. And so the first time that I heard this song, I thought I knew where it was going to go. Yeah. And then it just kept, like, it, it, like the turns just kept coming and I was just like, oh, my God, okay. Okay. Yeah. Like, um, it reminded me of... of Far out. What's that song? It's a Beyonce track. Yeah, sorry, I can't help you. <laughs> uh, Love on Top by Beyonce. There's um, kind of when she gets to the end of like nearly repeating, like she does the chorus a few times near the end, and each time you think she's gone to the top of her range, she like just kicks it up another notch, and it kind of gets to a point where it gets a little ridiculous. <laughs> like my partner Pat is the first one to tell you how ridiculous it gets and he can sing it pretty perfectly. Um, And I kind of feel like it's the same with this song. Like when she kicks into that chorus, you're just like, oh, wow, you can tell that she's getting to the top of what she can do. And then it goes up again and again and again. And you're like, oh, my God. Like it's wild. Yeah, right. And she's not just But That's what I mean. Like not everybody can do that as well. I feel feel like that's the thing. She's not just hitting those notes. She's playing around in that range. No. Does that yeah, make sense? No, absolutely. And it's uh, it's it's the, the way that the soundscape has been structured is super – It's obviously it's super bright, it's vibrant, um, but it's been cleverly constructed and almost like tailored to what her voice can do. So it doesn't feel like she's – trying too hard at something that's too difficult for her it's very very much her own ballpark you know and I feel again that's clever songwriting well yeah and that's what I love about Montaigne writing her own songs or in partnership with someone else because she can make it seem effortless for her because she writes within what she can do Mm. and that that goes that's Looper J in a similar way too absolutely um should we hear it sure all right This is some of Technicolor by Montaigne, and we'll come back. I want to know that there's a future that I can move myself. 
I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash achieve today. Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here. And it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt-free. Hello, fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan-crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello, Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at HelloFresh.com. That was some of Technicolor by Montaigne. That was my first song choice for this new episode. So, what would you like to go to next? Okay, so this next track um, is from a band who I feel like it's not an insulting thing to say when I say I completely forgot about them for quite some time. Um, it's, <laughs> it's by a band called Strange Talk, um, yep. and they've got a new track out, and it's called Down Low. Um, it's, I don't know if, if, if you haven't, if you missed the Strange Talk train the first time around, I feel like they had their moment, I want to say like 2011-ish, 10-11-ish. For a good couple of years there, like they were touring when you had, God, what were some of the bands who were touring around then? Like Loon Lake. Um, yeah, Jungle Giants were just like starting out. Tim and Jean, uh, Ballpark Tim and John, Music. Um, like Goldfields, uh, like all of those bands. Yeah, Northeast Party House were just starting exactly. out. Exactly. Like, and it was a really good time for that sort of synthy, like fun, dense mm. pop music. And this song is. Um, it's, it's kind of still in that same lane, but there's something super refreshing and fun about it that I like. I said to a friend of mine today, you know, it's not music that reinvents the wheel necessarily, but I feel like just like the Montaigne track before, this is a song that is a really good reminder of what they do so well. Mm. You know? So, Hit me. I feel like every time you're on the podcast, one of us doesn't like a song that someone else has chosen. But that's completely fine too. Yes. Um, so full disclosure, I don't know that I'm a fan of this. Like, this isn't a song I would put on and listen to mm-hmm. uh, by choice. But I can definitely see it used in both this form and a remixed form mm-hmm. very effectively, you know, late night at a club or in a festival yeah. DJ set. I think yeah. it's that kind of song. And that probably explains why I'm not a big fan of it because that's you just not me my You're telling me you're not scene. in the club? I swear to God. So. <laughs> um, but I think it definitely has value uh, in a certain place. Yeah, well, it's, sure. it's, speaking of Northeast Party House, that's like a lot of their music for me. Like, And I really like Northeast Party House, but when I think about it, it's just like I can't remember the last time I've seen them live. Just, just because I'm not like I'm not in that scene heaps well, anymore. Yeah. Um, me in my early 20s, 100%. But I feel like you're right, it kind of exists in that very specific bubble. See, that's funny because I would happily put on Northeast Party House loudly while I'm driving and have a great time, but yeah. I wouldn't put this on. But I think because Northeast Party House is 
there's I think the vocal holds a lot more weight in sure. a Northeast Party House song than it than it does in this one. This one's more about the beat sure. and what the beat brings to the song, whereas in Northeast Party House it's it's electro pop, whereas this is electro. Yeah, does that make that's sense? That's fine. Yeah, it totally makes yeah. sense. Um, it's definitely not a genre that I would like. It's not my first genre of choice as well. Like yeah. I would never proclaim to, you know, have extensive knowledge as well <laughs> but um i was just like oh wow i i had no idea that these guys were still making music and that's great you know yeah 100 um, he's hoping I'm, I'm not sure if it's coming on like an ep or something a bit more fully fledged or if they're just having fun releasing singles but um yeah it was it was a nice keep an eye out yeah definitely yeah um it's funny because i teach music business at uni and I'm obviously significantly older than most of my students. When I say significantly, I mean 10 years. Um, And they'll come in with all this music that I have never, ever heard of. (laughs) And I feel so old. So I can't wait for them to come in with a song like this of a band that they think is fresh and new and turns out they've been around as long as I have. I've had so many moments like that over the last couple of months where it's like, I'll say, oh, like this artist sounds like this artist and they'll be like, I've got, who are they? I'm like, oh, wow. I um, (laughs) 2010 was that long ago. (laughs) We'll get to that song in a second, but just one anecdote from teaching last year. Um, I... (laughs) We were showing iconic music videos in class, yeah. and I showed uh, the Black Keys "Lonely Man" oh, clip. Yeah. You know the guy dancing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, and one of my students said, "Oh, my childhood." And no. I looked at them. That's that clip came out in two thousand and nine. No, um, no, no, no. They were they were nine years old, <laughs> and I just oh, I freaked no. out in that moment, and I'll never forget it. Anyway. Jesus. Strange talk. Yeah. Down low. Yeah. <laughs> Here's a bit of it while we cry. <laughs> I don't care if I lose track. Switching off, I'm in pitch black. They are the lights to pitch black. You know, you know, just like just heard some of down low by strange talk that was sosa's second choice for today my second choice it's a band who i actually met in canada really uh yeah when we were over there for something canadian music week shit that was a while back that was a really long time ago it was pre pre acl reconstruction for me it was post second one i've only had one reconstruction I've had three knee surgeries, but only one reconstruction. Sorry, that's my bad. My bad. It's okay. You don't need to remember my whole uh, well, knee surgery timeline. Well, I feel like I kind timeline. of should. I've been there for some of them. Well, I mean, you moved in the week that I had it done, so I couldn't help you move. So Yeah. Anyway. In case it, people anyway. didn't know, Sosa and I used to live together. You did. You did. Um, so, I've chosen Eliza and the Delusionals uh, single, You. Mm-hmm. I wasn't going to pick it. I wasn't going to pick it. I'd chosen a different song hmm. and then I couldn't get this out of my head for three, four hours. And I was like, I've got to choose it. That I mean, that should be a sign that I've got to choose it. So yeah. sorry to the band that I chucked out to next, use next to time. do this. Next time. Next episode. Yeah. 
I mean, if I still care about that other song. <laughs> oh. Oh. Wow. Um, yeah, I'm starting to go on the downhill kind of panic stations vibe for the rest of this, which is pretty typical for an Australian jam. Nah, it's all good. So good. It's all good. Um, this, the thing that I love about this, and I think the reason it got stuck in my head was because it has a real 90s rock vibe oh, to it. definitely. That is very nostalgic. Yeah. Do you fully get that? Especially from the vocals. Yeah, I mean, it's kind of apt that we were talking about feeling ancient because I feel like this is the sort of song that would throw it way back into like, you know, prehistoric times for anyone born <laughs> post-1997. Um, but yeah, it's a uh, super super nostalgic. It feels like it should be on an episode of Charmed or like Ten Things I Hate About You soundtrack or Daria. Totally, totally. Yeah. Um, but it's not cheap. Mm. Like it's it's yeah. not a cheap ripoff. You can tell that the band is really into um, into that music, and there's a lot of love that's been poured into it as well. And if you've seen the f- I don't know if you've seen the music video. Have you seen the music video? I haven't. Oh, I Go watch it. it. Go watch it. It's even it's even more nineties vibes. Like nineties, like no doubt era. Yeah, kind that's of vibe. that's absolutely the reference. It's very Gwen Stefani. It's it's like if something for Kate had a female singer kind of thing. Kinda, yeah. 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 That's a good way uh, of putting which it. Which I love. Actually. It's it's like on the border of grunge, but not quite yeah. there. Yeah, no, it's 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 a uh, grunge adjacent. <laughs> Liza and the delusionals, grunge adjacent. Um, but no, I, I what I love about this band is that uh, they can pull everything that they do in the studio off live. You mm, know, absolutely. Um, yeah, I saw them support. This is going back quite a while now, um, like twenty eighteen. Maybe it was 2019. I can't remember. Uh, they supported, Pre-COVID. yeah, they uh, supported Luca Brasi at the Croxton, yep. and that was the first time I'd seen them. Um, I think I maybe heard one or two tracks beforehand, but it was one of those gigs where I rocked up, didn't know who was supporting, and I was just like, "Who is this band?" And they had people early as well, mm. so I was just like, "Well, my bad." Like it was one of those moments where you're just like, "Oh, I've completely missed it. I've completely missed yeah. it." But um. Yeah, so what I really love about them is that who they are on stage is exactly what you're hearing on the record. They capture that energy super well in the studio and uh, the fact that they're still so young, relatively yeah. speaking, is is really exciting to me. Yeah, I, as I said, this is so catchy in a way that you'll keep coming back to it. Definitely. And yeah, I think Daria would be the perfect kind of show for this uh, yeah. for this song to be put on. <laughs> yeah, it's very much you know I, I can appreciate it like music by these guys, music by like Biba Doobie and 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 some of those artists coming out of the UK at the moment. I feel like they're uh, yeah, they they're giving a whole new generation of music fans something to get like a little angsty to, but still have a lot of fun with. Yeah, it's funny as well because I've been listening to. I know it's not Australian, but I've been listening to the Olivia Rodrigo album quite a bit as I well. I haven't listened to it yet. There are some songs on that. It's a pop album, but there are some songs on that that give me the same feeling as this. It's got that kind of close to grunge '90s feeling about it. And I think it's very much the way the vocals are layered into what the the 
production or the instrumental is but the, yeah there's some bits on that olivia rodrigo album that are close to this too which i really love yeah. so that's what i've been listening to a lot recently maybe that's why this got stuck in my head maybe. so easily but <laughs> let's listen to a little bit of it this is you by eliza and the delusionals and we'll come back because i didn't want you just heard a little bit of Eliza and the Delusionals single You. I have to be very clear with my pronunciation of that otherwise it just becomes a mash mouth <laughs> all one word. So your final song for this return episode. Mm. Uh, it's the new song from Nairi. It's called Closer. Um, what can I say about this song? I mean I feel like you hear Nairi's voice and that's the it's definitely the first thing that hits you like she's for such Mm. a small person (laughs) she's got such a fucking dynamic voice that it just it knocks me clear off my feet every time um if you haven't seen her perform i would highly recommend you do when you next have the opportunity she's just an incredible performer and in terms of being a visionary as well the tip that she's on right now with her music is completely out of this league and this song is um i guess the start of an of a new kind of creative arc for her which is um equal parts raw uh it's soulful and it's it's very sort of introspective as well again if um if this is something completely new to you i would highly urge you to go to youtube and run up the music video um it's stunning but yeah this song is it's uh it's a vibe. It, it kind of gives me a bit of Robin. Yeah. Oh, a I've been listening to so much Robin recently. Yeah. Yes, I love it. That real kind of... Uh, um, Europop kind Europop-ish, of but it's it's that real... It's, it's the way that only Swedish pop can sound like. Like really clean, yeah. super vibrant, but there's, there's weight in the production as well. Mm. Um, and the fact that it's been made by a Papua New Guinean soul singer living in country New South Wales is ridiculous to me. (laughs) So when you sent this through, two things immediately stood out to me. Mm. One was the vibrato in her voice. I love, and it's unsurprising that that's something that I've picked out because we know that I love that shit. Mm. Um, The other thing that we all know that I love very much, uh, the artwork for this is so, so cool. Yeah. Like I couldn't stop looking at it. it. the The colors of it is beautiful. Did I say that right? No, the colors are beautiful. <laughs> <laughs> I've lost my mind. Um, yeah, I, it's so so great, and it's obviously a single in preparation for something else coming. It's as a new album. It's a new, yeah. new album, it's new, new album. creative arc. Um, I can't wait to see what artwork comes along with the songs mm. that that are coming out. Yeah, it's incredible. I feel like that, that's it's, it's a really good point you mentioned, and I, I've had a really hard time trying to verbalize it because I've got it in my head. But when you talk about the use of color and the way that it's presented, it's like you listen to her music, and with this song in particular, it's like she's 
it's like she can kind of sing colors you know what i mean like there's there's Mm. different depths to her voice that really kind of provoke like like reds and like clays and really earthy tones and then when again when that vibrato hits and she really engages with that top end of her range it's it's almost like icy like icy blues Mm. and stuff and it's like it's it that's a talent you know and it's coming from yeah. someone who has no singing talent whatsoever. Like, I'd love it when music can really do that to you. And it's just like, oh, I wonder how they, I wonder how songwriters and singers in particular can, can see sounds and, and see mm. notes when they're singing, you know? I've, and I've, I would love to know what that's like for someone like Nairi. Super interesting. Yeah. Incredible. Um, let's hear some. It's called Closer. It's by Nairi. We'll come back. In the summer, eat you on the corner streets, sweat on your shoulders, gunning in a state of me. I just want to kiss you. That was some of Closer by Nairi, and as Sosa's recommended, go and check out the film clip for that one. Um, my final song for this episode, I've chosen Mia Ray's single Needs. This is probably the newest one that I've chosen, I think. Um, yeah, it absolutely is the newest one that I've chosen. It came out last week. Um, this one had me about 12 seconds into it, uh, with the way the vocal was moving through it. And we kind of talked with the Looper J song about the pacing of it and how that is that's such an important aspect to mm. why that song is good. I think this song does the same thing. Um, and it kind of hits a few different levels of that throughout the song, but it always feels like it's taking you somewhere. It feels like it always has a real purpose to it. Yeah. And then added on to it. So the production does that to you. And then added on to that is a really beautiful vocal. I love Mia Ray's voice. A- again, similar to um, Montaigne in terms of the power behind it, that, that really gets me. And then, it's not really reinventing anything. It's not a seminal pop song. It's not any of that sort of stuff, but it's it's a just a really good track and it's a track that I couldn't help but listen to twice. Every time I go to listen to it purposefully, um, I always kind of go back and listen to it again straight after just because I, I want that again kind mm-hmm. of feeling. Yeah. yeah, I'm a big fan. Yeah, um, I... It, I'm not going to lie, this one took me a little longer to get into. Um, but I, I I, feel like it's a good representation of the artist that Mia Ray is developing into. I know that she's she's still quite young in terms of being... Uh, yeah. In terms of releases and stuff. Um, but, yeah, I think it's a strong... It's a strong track. Like you said, it's, it's not like a seminal sort of, you know, touchstone for... Australian pop music but I I do feel like there's a lot of heart uh, in the delivery um, especially in the back half of the song like once she's really in her pocket rhythmically it's really nice to see her sort of soar with it kind of reminds me a bit of like early Greta Ray stuff yeah that's interesting yeah that's really interesting because it's more on the electronic side of stuff but I definitely see a comparison in the vocal as well because it is that lower range 
kind of singing from your diaphragm kind of vocal. Mm. Which I think is really cool. And again, it was kind of similar to Greta Ray, actually. It took me a while to get into her. But once I was there, I was like, oh, this is really lovely. Um, I feel like Mia, it's it's interesting with her. like, Because I feel like in the last couple of years especially, we're seeing a lot of young songwriters. Well, not yeah, young songwriters, but young female pop artists who mm. are being almost like sort of rolled out. It, it's kind of felt a bit formulaic to me, um, particularly when there's a massive label behind it. Um, yeah. I find it hard to believe that these artists just came out of nowhere and they're the, you know, yeah. they're going to be the next Montaigne or they're going to be whatever. Um, but I feel like with Mia, there's other artists out there who I, I would put in the same, in the same category as well. What sets them apart is that there's a sense of, there's a real sense of uh, genuine personality that comes through in the writing. Yeah, yeah, And that absolutely. kind of supersedes the the hyperbole that you get in a press release and you get uh, kind of fed to you by by figureheads and stuff. And I feel like that's really important. And if she can keep that uh, as a mainstay in her music, I, I feel like she's she's got the longevity there to, to back up the talent. I find it funny that you're calling out press releases when you write half of them. Um. <laughs> yeah, that's why I've got a good perspective on them. <laughs> I know a shit one when I read it. <laughs> Fully calling you out on that. Um, Dude. Yeah, I, <laughs> I. this is the kind of song that immediately I add to a playlist to make sure that it's kind of on rotation for me and yeah. that sort of stuff. So, yeah, big fan of Mira Ray. Keen to see what else is happening. I've been listening – there's been a couple of Mira Ray songs that I've had in some playlists recently and this one is kind of going to go into the next one. Yeah. Yeah. Um, because people need to know what I'm putting in my playlist, obviously. Uh, let's hear some of it. Yes. This is called Needs. It's by Mia Ray. We'll be back to wrap this up. I know how I want it. That you just heard was Needs by Mia Ray, our last song for today's return episode of Australian Jams. Thank How do you, you feel about it, Gemma? I'm um, I'm glad to know that I kind of go through the same emotional spike <laughs> and then kind of panic downward turn as I used to. So not, not too much has changed, apparently. Look, you've done well. I'm glad that I could be here with you for this moment. <laughs> Six months is a long time to be away. Um, yeah, from the podcast. It was getting to a point where I was like, I really need to organise it. So then I just messaged you because you kind of got me motivated to sort my stuff out. So. Good. That's why I'm here. We're all good. Um, now, <laughs> what have you got coming up? I know we're kind of still in lockdown and can't do too much, but is there anything going on that you want to give a shout out to? Um, like and subscribe to the Hit Different podcast. Uh, as Gemma said, there will be some links in the show notes and stuff like that. Um, got some special, yeah, special guest aroonies coming up. Uh, and just talking about some, just talking shit pretty much, let's be <laughs> honest. Um, so that's fun. I'm doing a bit of that. 
there's also some pretty significant uh, job news or project news that I can't talk about yet, but it is very exciting. It's very exciting. Again, I don't know when the time I will find to do it, but um, it'll be good. And I, I think it should be announced within the next month or so. That gives you nothing. I'm so sorry, but um, it. <laughs> I feel so powerful that yeah. I know. <laughs> um, I'm about to drop an album, is what I'm saying. No, I'm not. <laughs> I'm, not I'm not. I'm not. Um, don't need to worry about that. Uh, but yeah, it's uh to do with something, uh, happening later on this year. So, heck yeah, plenty of things happening. Um, but yeah, all will be revealed in good time. But people should follow you on Twitter to be up to date with these things, right? Yes. Yes. Twitter or Instagram. Um, Instagram is probably more professional than my Twitter feed, to be honest. Um, at the moment, I'm, I'm just mainlining <laughs> TV shows. If you want to come for that for that highly academic discourse, come on board. <laughs> it's so funny because I'm the opposite of that. Absolute opposite of that. <laughs> um. Yeah, so all of those links to find Sos and to find her podcast in the show notes. So keep an eye out there. Go and obviously support all the artists that we've mentioned yeah, as well and, and other Australian artists. Um, me, what have I got coming up? Uh, if you go to sirensport.com.au, that's where a lot of um, my women in sport writing is happening along with a bunch of other incredible diverse voices in sport. That's kind of the whole goal of Siren Sport is to elevate diverse voices, particularly women, um, and focusing on women in sport um, because there is certainly not enough media representation of women in sport. Um, Trade period has just finished for the AFLW, so I will also have a bunch of stuff coming out next week all about trade period and where your team is at. So if you follow AFLW, make sure you keep an eye out for that to see where your team list is looking, uh, what your team list is looking like ahead of the draft. Um, And just like Sos, I have some exciting job news. Wait, do I I know about this? Yes. Do I? I think so. Uh, That I can't share yet. Oh my God, I do. I do. <laughs> oh, it's so exciting. Yes, I do. Um, but yeah, like so, so I don't know when I can tell you, but <laughs> yeah. I promise, I promise it is very cool and exciting. So we both got some cool things going on. But um, if you like this podcast and want us to keep doing pod uh, episodes now that we're back, the podcast is back. It's just me. Um, <laughs> Uh, please, you know, like, subscribe, do all that stuff. I hate doing this shout-out thing. Um, but also, yeah, follow on Twitter at Australian Jams or follow me at GL Bastiani. All of Sosa's social media links will be in the show notes as well so you can find her too because she is great to follow. Thank you, Sos. Thank you. Um, let's, uh, uh, yeah, let's do it again sometime. Yes, I would love to, and I would also love to see you in person when we're allowed. Well, so one day, yeah. maybe. Let's, let's get a move on, COVID. Shit to do. Every every time we try to do that, we get put back into lockdown. I know. The universe uh, doesn't want us together. No, the universe hates us. No, <laughs> it's it's fine. Um, yeah, we'll be back in another two weeks. Uh, in the meantime, please support Australian artists. They need you now more, more than, than ever. ever. If if you can buy merch, please do that. Stream, buy their music. Uh, tell your friends about their music so they get more fans and tell Um, them that you're loving it as well 
absolutely. Twitter is a great place to tell artists that you love them. It's yeah. also a great place to learn about AFLW from me. So uh, <laughs> I'll, I'll leave us all with that. Uh, this has been Australian Jams. Thank you so much for joining us and we'll be back. up what was that boring no flavor that was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week kiki palmer here and it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt-free hello fresh jazz up dinner with pecan crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. now that's music to my mouth hello fresh let's get this dinner party started discover all the delicious possibilities at hellofresh.com